0: selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, (laughs) okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control. Yes, daddy and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase, shopify.com slash book club.
1: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler elves. So as life continues to fly
0: by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is a HeadGum Podcast, That knocking at the door It's all your friends, you filthy whore Your husband's gone and we've got books And a bottle of wine to kill It's Hollywood It's books It's gossip I'm shook It's memoirs It's martinis It's Studio 54 it's Celebrity Book Club Come read it while it's hot Celebrity Book Club Tell your secrets, we won't talk Celebrity Book Club No boys are allowed Celebrity Book Club the club Buzz me in i brought the cuervo
1: hey, hey best, best friend oh my god oh my god so
0: good to see you it's
1: really so good to see you we actually i feel like we really haven't seen
0: each other in a long time no we've we've barely connected yes yeah. no everybody's everywhere Ugh. there's so much going on in the world
1: the world is really going off right now
0: yeah it's been up it's been down
1: by the way I'm Lily.
0: Oh, I'm Stephen. And And this is Celebrity Celebrity Book Book Club.
1: Club. Today we are, I want to get into some other stuff, but just to let you know, listeners, today we are talking about.
0: (laughs) Our literally our seventh set of twins, our eighth Canadian.
1: (laughs) Jonathan Scott, Drew Scott, also known as the Property Brothers and their book. It It takes Takes two. Our our story. story. I guess I want to ask you a question, kind of. What's wrong with us?
0: That we keep getting drawn to both twins and Canadians. <laughs> <It's>, yeah.
1: <sighs> and uh, is it us or is it just that there's tons of twins that are happen to half be Canadian that are celebrities and write memoirs? Well,
0: I think twins are more common than you think. And also, I think twins are probably more likely to be celebrities because, of course, they grow up with that sense of being special. They mm-hmm. grew up with the world being fascinated by them. Mm-hmm. There's just sort of an innate narcissism to twindom.
1: Oh, absolutely. And quote unquote, you know, the twin factor,
0: which they talk about. You feel stronger in the world because you have this this buddy right. who always has your back and who always gets you. And so but even it's when... also
1: it's that. But it's also people look at you like this fucking freak show. So you're kind of like, if I'm going to be the side. I'd show, why not just become famous?
0: Right, or a m- magician, or d- attempt to oh, become no, a magician, which Jonathan <laughs> Scott pursues for quite some time.
1: I also feel like, you know we always just wonder what the deal is with twins, you know, like some questions I have about like male twins, like if do they're... Do they fuck? Yeah, yes. do they fuck? Like I mean,
0: the sexuality in this place is, is so crazy. bizarre and they live together in a huge house in Vegas um, with their wives.
1: With their wives and they're like, uh, yeah, of course our wives would like always be coming into our rooms and like me and my wife, Linda, created a sanctuary that was like French bistro style. <laughs> right. But like also, it's open house and come in because we're making crazy. So,
0: just to back up for a second, for those who don't know, the Property Brothers are obviously brothers, <laughs> um, and they have a home design. Empire, I Empire, guess you could yeah. say. They have a show called The Property Brothers where they help people buy homes and then they renovate them. So they get find a fixer-upper for a young couple, typically. Right. And then they have a certain renovation budget and they fix it up. Basically the
1: same plot as Fixer-upper hosted. So I am more, just to kind of, so you guys know where we're at, like I'm more of a fixer-upper head. Like a Wait, Chip is that and, Chip and Joanna Gaines? Chip and Joanna. Yeah. And I feel like I haven't watched really the Property Brothers much, because I was always like, you guys Except actually for are. Except
0: all the painstaking research you did for this episode. Of course. Thank
1: you. But I mean, in just kind of, I'm I'm relaxing on the Joybird, and I turn on my HGTV app. I'm going fixer-upper, or I'm going house You want to see a hot chick. Yeah, I want to see a hot chick and her totally silly Chris- husband. You want to
0: see Christina and Tarek? Yeah. And Christina with her, like, porn face just being like,
1: <laughs> I need the gray Backsplash, <laughs> I need it. What is it called? <laughs> um, I saw this Christina Tark where like this is very San Diego home based or like Texas where you have a concrete patio and it's like a cover for your patio.
0: Oh, it's like that carport, but it's like above a patio. Yeah. Um,
1: they kept it some term. It's not That's three a
0: seasons room, which is usually kind of like a screened in room porch. I'm not quite sure. I mean, carports are always interesting to me. That I feel the like car- you see that a lot in Texas because yes. it's mostly. Just to protect your big SUV from rain, I guess. Yeah. Which is and kind of just like, what's wrong with rain? It gets the car well, clean.
1: Well, n- n- it can rust. Got it. Which I know very well. Not to bring it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're...
1: <laughs> my, de- my deceased, you're your fa- deceased father. father's <laughs> car. <laughs> got. But that was New England winters and stuff. Yeah, but I think rain- like that's
0: really more of a weather and a cold thing, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, what's the deal with cars? I don't know. I feel like rain does create rust. And people who are like, I'm keeping my Kia SUV like perfectly clean. It's all the elements. Also, Texas, the weather.
0: Well now now it's very unpredictable due to global warming. Hello, the great snowfall of 2020. Oh my god, the
1: snow. But (laughs) (laughs) you're like addicted to the Property Brothers game. Well,
0: okay, so there's (laughs) the Property Brothers in their empire. They don't just have television shows. They have nine seasons of Property Brothers. They have a show called Brother vs. Brother, which is where they do competitive renovations on two. And they're totally,
1: totally competitive. Also, just let's say that this is, I don't know.
0: One of the most random fucking books I've ever read in my life. Yeah, I mean, Canadians... Let's Okay, let's back it up for let's a second. They're Canadian. Canadian. We've talked about a lot of Canadians on this show. Canada is, by <laughs> definition, <laughs> is a, a sort of random country. Like, it's just the whole population lives Sorry, along the U.S. It's border. Random. It's random. Like, a lot of their money just comes from oil and gas, and but the, most of the country is empty. It's kind of like, what's the point? And I think a lot of... <laughs> I think a lot of Canadian people, like, you know, they're basically assimilated into American culture, but they have, like, slight things that are different. Well, what about French
1: Canadians? I mean,
0: they're doing their own thing over there and they're... They're
1: doing the work. (laughs) They're they're really
0: doing the work to just, like, sort of desperately carve out a a piece of cultural significance for themselves. And it's kind of working. They have Celine Dion, I guess, but... Damn. Sorry. Damn, the French Canadians are going to come for you. I mean, they've come. And they'll come again. (laughs) But, it's
1: funny you say that because you're Mr. Banff over here.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's regular Canada, not French Canada. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, honestly.
0: I mean, they talk about Banff a lot in this book. Banff is gorgeous. As you know, I've been hiking in Banff. And, um, <laughs> this book
1: was like drink every time they mentioned Banff. Yeah, I was like, okay. constantly.
0: We can- but this is also, you know, Shania Twain, Talks a lot about the great outdoors. I think again, there's a lot of empty space up there. So if you're Canadian, you're spending a lot of time in the car with your parents going to Banff.
1: Right. You're going to these cool,
0: awesome outdoorsy places.
1: I guess why I say the whole book is one of the most random books um we've read. So again, as now we are like fully like studiers of Twins. It's classic twin book format where it goes sibling go, yeah. by sibling. Sibling
0: has a chapter, then the next sibling has a chapter. What they also do, oh, it's this is which is fun. so hokey, is it's, they annotate each other's chapters in this fake handwriting font.
1: I mean, this is they are corny as hell. That's why I've always kind of stayed away from them. Like, I mean, a lot of people on HGTV are corny, but they're... They're kind of like
0: pushing the corniness, like they really try to like take it there. Like so, in the Property Brothers game that I play, (laughs) which is a mobile game that I am still obsessed with, I started during the pandemic. and I'm on currently on level five thousand (laughs) ninety one. Stop. And they would send me. Let's take
1: start. That's insane. You're on level five (laughs)
0: thousand ninety one. I'm also in a team now.
1: (laughs) Are you with the Kamala team? I know you were really
0: the Mamalas wouldn't. let me in. they're a closed team.
1: (laughs) you were not allowed in the mom
0: but i'm the team that i'm on is called clutch moves Um, for faggots no it's not there actually is a gay team that is also a closed group that i that i've been waiting to get i've been waiting for an (laughs) opening i just can't get in but clutch moves is like it's about like people who make like badass moves in a pinch and like again the game is basically like candy crush like you're just kind of like exploding little like jewels to like Then get rid of, like, end tables and chairs and lamps and then clear the board or whatever in a certain amount of moves.
1: Which is disappointing to me because I feel like as someone who's, like, doesn't really know, I don't play, like, computer games or video games. Don't got the
0: hand-eye coordination.
1: Well, I have... Physically, people don't think I have very good hand eye coordination.
0: Yeah, because you're dizzy.
1: That's because I'm dizzy. I have good hand eye coordination. No,
0: no, I'm saying you're dizzy, so you don't have good hand eye coordination. No, I think
1: I'm saying I think I do have good hand eye coordination. I'm good at baseball. I'm good at golf.
0: You are good good at at golf. And golf is so precise, which is interesting. good
1: at, you know, they said I hit, you know, ultimate frisbee, whatever, baseball, you got to hit. That's hand. You know what I,
0: I'm going to stop you right there. I feel like it's arm eye coordination. Both baseball and golf to me are more arm-based arm based okay. than hand based. Almost like because, you know, I'm a fingerist, right? <laughs> I play piano. <laughs> I play video games, and those are heavily finger-based. Yes,
1: and you type clickety-clack, clack, clack. Yeah,
0: I'm a stomper on the keyboard. I feel like it's really about finger-to-brain versus arm-to-brain. And you're more arm-to-brain as a butch, and I'm more finger-to-brain as as a a verse. Um. I think that's that's where maybe the difference. is And that's maybe why those Candy Crush games don't appeal to you.
1: Right. And I think I'm right. I'm foot eye. That's where I'm bad at foot eye coordination.
0: Soccer is not your I've friend.
1: always been so bad at soccer, generally putting one foot in front of the other Yeah, I stairs,
0: mean, even tying your shoes. T- right. as we know it's still a struggle for you.
1: When I walk down the street and people say tie your shoes, I'm like. Fuck off I know they're untied I'll get to it
0: No I do have to say like not to be so friendly with but (laughs) like that is my biggest pet peeve When people say like sir 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 your shoe's untied it's like well it's not even really untied it's like maybe just the lace is a little bit long and like so now I'm either forced to stop and tie the shoe in this big performative display of safety like, Oh thank thank you for saving my life Thank you so much or I'm going to ignore it and then I then I look like the fucking asshole because I'm just ignoring this kind old lady being like, thanks, bitch. I'll walk on my own pace. It's just like, you're screwed. You're screwed yeah, either way. You know, to walk
1: by the person to not sit down and tie after they said it.
0: No, it's... it's so, it's just weird. But then you're just like, great, now I'm just this cucked loser tying my shoe on the street because some old bitch told me to.
1: Speaking of cucked losers, the Property Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's his name? Jonathan is now dating Zoe Deschanel.
0: Wait. You don't know this? Wait, I, like, did know this, but I forgot it. Wait, this is completely insane.
1: They've been dating now for, like, two years? But he talks about, like,
0: Jacinta, the love of his life. Yeah,
1: well, Jacinta's over. That's what's so crazy, because I think this book came out, whatever, I think, in 20, I don't know, 16 or something. And so Deschanel got divorced and... Yeah, I think maybe they started dating during the pandemic, or right before. I feel like they met probably at like
0: the kids slime. They definitely met at like the seventh annual like kids slime awards. And when that
1: kind of came out, I don't. I'm not like some like, oh my god, Zoe Deschanel. I'm obsessed with the new girl. I love her quirky mandolin. <laughs> Sounds like but I you guess are. I, I guess <laughs> Oh
0: my I guess. god, I'm not someone who's watched <laughs> sixties as the new girl.
1: <laughs> but I was like protective of her being, Like, why is she dating this? You know, reality.
0: Star being like this corny oh, reality star. Wow. I was like, you were being so sorry. It's not real television. Yeah, okay, I know. I've- <laughs> in my day, Mickey Mantle.
1: <laughs> I guess I was like, you should be dating just like uh, I don't know, fucking a John Mulaney or someone from Muse or just like the National. I don't know.
0: Personally, I think it's like a lot cooler to date a property brother than it is to date well, that guy from the National who's like not hot.
1: No, he's so ugly. <laughs> but I'm saying I've changed my tune after reading. Well, I saw. The Property Brothers' newest show is when they oh, redo buying... celebrities' homes. Oh, wow. Or celebrities choose a non celebrity friend and redo their home with the Property Brothers. Right. So the first episode was Property Brothers Zoe Deschanel redoing Zoe Deschanel's friend's home. And seeing her and Jonathan together. I got it. And reading this, I was like... You saw the
0: electric chemistry. And then
1: reading this book, I was like, oh, so you're so corny in Cards Against Humanity and like awesome ninja tacos and like... Yeah,
0: she's an insanely quirky like Brooklyn straight girl. She like invented Brooklyn straight girl, like staying up late playing Cards Against Humanity. Hell yes.
1: Right, which is a quote from the book. Right. And I was like, I'm so glad for your love. You're perfect for each other. You're like the corniest
0: people on the earth. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yo babe, want to play another round of Settlers of Catan? They're just like... Getting into it and having. And she's
1: like, Yeah, only if we can order tacos. Tacos no.
0: and whiskey. Anyone? And like, she's drinking whiskey. They're drinking like one glass of expensive whiskey and eat while they play Settled of Japan.
1: Right. And after reading about his whole Jonathan's like first marriage.
0: Oh, that failed. That failed.
1: And in it Vegas. really sent
0: him into a deep, deep spiral that he couldn't get out of. That was probably the most reflective time of the book, I would say. Yeah. When he was just like, and they say time heals all wounds. But when Kelly and I broke up, time couldn't heal that wound. And I retreated to my dogs and I wouldn't speak to anyone.
1: And what was so like awkward about this book is that then like Drew, they still had to do their like faux writing annotating. Yeah. And then like usually they're making like so much fun of each other because they're like
0: brothers. Yeah.
1: And in this one, he's like, yeah, Jonathan was really hurt.
0: Yeah. And you're like, I mean, okay. but it also is it was kind of sweet to see even the annotations become mm-hmm. become earnest for a second. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, it was like, does everything have to be like, okay, well, what about when I pushed you over and then you fell in a banana peel?
0: There's a lot of banana peel stuff. Wait, I am just I want to find an example of like, okay, so it's like sometimes there'll be an annotation, and then they'll annotate each other's annotations and do this little back and forth. So this is a Jonathan chapter. He's talking about the odd jobs they had before they became. The property brothers we would dip into money we made from our early house flips and a lot of random jobs to fund our filmmaking and other interests like drew's sock collection and then that is annotated by drew saying huh that was much later and b mall cop is more of a calling than a job <laughs> and then jonathan annotates drew's <laughs> annotation going uh our unsupervised juveniles walking up the down escalator book em, dano So, like, they're having this joke about being a mall cop, and you're like, okay, I get it. It's, like, it's kind of corny. It's not really, like, funny, but it's, I guess you guys are having fun.
1: I mean, I guess I got so Property Brothers pilled by the end of it. I kind of was laughing at some of their annotations, where, like, he's talking about some zombie movie he was in. He was like, what do you think it was going to be, Citizen Kane? And by then, I was, like, already just, like... Part of the Property Brothers,
0: right? Part of it. Part of the lore. I feel like maybe one of the overarching sort of themes of their comedy is like their narcissism and self obsession, and kind of like poking fun at that, which is very
1: twins. Like I also, so they have an older brother, JD, and the whole time I was also kind who of feeling at, who bad. Who at one
0: point for, dates a Liza Minnelli impersonator?
1: They're all gay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, it's a little confusing. And then he's yeah. like, yeah. And then like, there's a photo of Jonathan in drag. I mean, which is very well, dude, also, obviously. Hello,
0: Will. When the think, part look, when Jonathan says he has an obsession with women's handbags. Oh, with,
1: okay, so he's talking about. And back? that's
0: like why their marriage ended.
1: <laughs> I actually, I want to. <laughs> pull that
0: up (laughs) okay but the part where, like I don't know they do have this very weird gay vibe to them so in the Property Brothers game again which I am obsessed with and addicted to there's a ton of stories so what happens in the game is you win um, money basically by doing this like bejeweled game that you can then spend on renovations for these like fake homes the renovations you only get to choose one of three objects to put so you get to choose from three different couches you get to choose from three different wall colors and you basically very much like they do in the show just like kind of completely erase any sense of like history or place with like whatever the original house was and just turn it into this kind of neutrals and like modern airbnb Airbnb, like full of throw pillows and there'll be tons and tons of like dialogue on every single thing you do you'll put in a new couch and drew will be like whoa i bet i would look nice on that couch and jonathan will be like oh get out of here you hand like (laughs) i bet you want a photographer too i mean that is fun and that does make
1: me kind of you know i don't think i will play that game but i'm like "Ah!" Okay, well, that sounds like the fun part, that you get to choose the end The table. story, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm, like, so bejeweled-pilled that I'm just, like, skipping okay. through the story so quickly. <laughs> You're but like, then honey,
1: I don't care. I just want the, like, <laughs> new jewels.
0: But I do spend a lot of time in the renos because, like, there is fun in trying to make it as cute as you can make it. That sounds fun. I guess that's just,
1: like, Sims, and if I wanted
0: to do that, I could it's, play Sims. It's very Sims, yeah. Um,
1: May I read the passage about, like, how he's, like, trying to say that his ex-wife was like a shopaholic but he's just yeah yeah yeah. this part's insane i've never been a big spender i'm not a guy who needs fancy expensive toys i don't care to own enough clothes to open a department store my ex had more discriminating tastes though and i did like being able to indulge her okay so maybe i did have a secret shameful obsession with women's hands bags (laughs) and since it wouldn't be prudent for me to carry them maybe i did use my girlfriend as an excuse to keep buying them she enjoyed getting more shoes and accessories to go with the designer bags of course what can I say? If we were headed for Horderville, I knew from years of flipping people's houses that there were worse routes for getting there. At least she didn't collect dryer lit or taxidermy squirrels or something. Uh, and
0: then uh, uh, Drew <laughs> writes an annotation, but Dryerland smells so good. And you're and like, like, OK, so that's what you're making the joke about? The Dryerland. lint. are like, just skipping over the fact that you said, like, oh, you were addicted to women's handbags.
1: And the fact that not only were you addicted to women's handbags. I can't speak, handbags. That means you were also addicted to the shoes and the accessories because you needed things to match.
0: I mean, it kind of reminds me of, okay, I don't think he listens to the pod, so it's fine, but this was (laughs) like when I learned that my uncle was a crossdresser. And it was one of those classic family secrets where like, your mom tells you an insane family secret like randomly. And she's like, did I never tell you that? And you're like, huh. Crossdressing
1: is also the most (laughs) 90s family secret. It's so Springer. (laughs) Just being like, to open a closet in like a carpet bedroom and to be like what are
0: what so, are all these sequined dresses
1: what are these what are these jones and y blazers <laughs> doing next to my husband's macy's tie?
0: i'm sure it was so jones and Y because these these are my aunt and uncle who like are constantly on a cruise and are remortgaging their house 18 times to go on a seventh cruise so you're saying y-
1: you don't think your cross-dressing uncle listens to to the pod
0: I don't think he listens to the pods I think Uh, it's fine but I do think that his cross-dressing style is so Jones New York and you know he's a former um, undercover cop
1: oh and your aunt's a P.I.
0: she like hunts down check fraud oh so she's a bail bonds woman no that's no that's not what that is Is isn't no that means you put up bail that's like the guy in uh, Janet Ivanovich that's dog Bounty
1: Hunter isn't like, Stephanie Plum a bounty? <gasps> okay. She's a bounty
0: hunter. Yeah. Her cousin, Vinny or whatever, puts up bail for people who are in jail so they can get out of jail until they have to like, go to their court date or whatever. OK, right. So that's sick system. Yeah, that's just like you're kind of like a loan shark, a bail bondsman. Bond. OK,
1: she hunts down just like people who wrote bad checks.
0: Yeah, or like like fake checks.
1: Just a kind of 90s crime. I wish I could just.
0: They're very 90s. Go, go
1: to Whole Foods, <laughs> pull out. Hold on, let me get my checkbook. <laughs> Pull out my checkbook.
0: <laughs> it's is <the steak laughs> fake. check. My mom, I'm just my, looking for pens, and you're like, and, and you're like, like and you're don't like, cash this till next Thursday. And you're just being like, yes, that's me, Dr. Renata Smith.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're walking out of there with all the artichokes.
1: Uh, all the artichokes.
0: This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So
1: let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full
0: of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs)
1: There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands.
0: But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk. Get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun.
1: No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet.
0: Mm, I love a trusted guide. Like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use Zocdoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your sherpa at zocdoc.com. Go to zocdoc.com/slash/bookclub and download the Zocdoc app for free.
1: Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay! Many are available within 24 hours. That's z o c d o c dot com slash bookclub. ZocDoc.com slash book club.
0: Ditch the talk!
1: Okay, so just to give a little background on the boys, you know, Canada, blah, blah, they're like so Shark Tank and like you know, shilling like hangers well, that
0: are like embroidered, so they can afford Scottish swords and. Okay, so this is what sort of I was theorizing as I was reading this book. This was sort of came to me. I feel like they, perhaps more than any other figure, mm. any other figure in culture, they sort of represent both the dominant aesthetic. In American culture and the aesthetic trends, both of just, like, home decor, but, like, also just, like, the idea that... Hustle culture? Well, hustle culture. I mean, but, like, but literally the aesthetic of just, like, let me completely erase whatever was here... And, like, let me erase any connection to history or setting or place. And let me put in just, like, neutral colors and a shit ton of different backsplashes and feature walls and throw pillows and, like, over-decorate and over-stuff. But in this, like, where it all comes from Wayfair. And, like, I think the show at this point is, like, sponsored by Wayfair, where I I was watching Brother vs. Brother. And it's, like, there's a segment on every episode where they're just, like, we need to get this outdoor furniture. And then it cuts to, like, their outdoor furniture expert, who is this, like... Woman just a an,
1: representative from Wayfair. It's a
0: woman on a couch with an iPad on wayfair.com, just being like, they're going to love this.
1: And so many say that just to roast one of our listeners, my sister, who literally said to me yesterday, while on a five hour drive as she was looking for a lamp, she goes, I think Wayfair is kind of my site.
0: Wow. And it's like, yeah, babe, it's everyone's site. <laughs> But they do this. They basically and and you they
1: know. are OK in a Lowe's ad or like a home reno ad when it's like Lowe's do it yourself. And you see a woman and her husband both together putting on stick on Backsplash.
0: Oh, God. Do you know what yeah. in, in this
1: montage of like, you can do it in a weekend. I mean, that's to, the aesthetic. <laughs> to their credit,
0: they don't do stick on backsplash. No, they're doing which,
1: ac- actual backsplash, which, I which find, inspires. I like, horrifying,
0: but it inspires the people to do that stick on. But I think that idea of like, you know, some of the renovations they do, like, there'll be a gorgeous, like, California, like, old home, and it's like kind of crumbling and like, I'm sure the foundation's not up to code or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, it's got this awful color, and it's like kind of a cute teal color, and it's got like the wrought iron balcony. It's like, they don't even leave one single element in place so that you can even see that it was like this cute 1950s home. They're just like the entire thing has to become like charcoal with a cedar accent window and then just like the the mulched like tiered front yard and then mm-hmm. the like the hot tub and the floating campfire and like that hanging pod chair that's like netted. That's like so cheesy. Okay,
1: which a um certain lesbian influencer who was the broker for your apartment. Oh, can we whatever let's just talk about her i don't know, not, me. K. O. K. O. <laughs> of real Albert fame um who's also who's also
0: a licensed realtor broker in new york and did find <laughs> me in my current apartment
1: okay her girlfriend posted literally that netted outdoor chair you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and was like oh i want to get this for like kiyomi for a birthday but why does it have to be like twelve hundred dollars or something like that and it's like <sighs> their aesthetic is also so wayfair and like They want to be, like, property lesbian wives.
0: Yeah, they really do. And they're—I mean, every corner of their house has been turned into just, like, a built-in bench with 16 pillows that no one's ever sitting on. That's gray
1: pillows. And this is why I will give—it's, like, for as much as Chip and Joanna— are, like, the full farmhouse aesthetic, and they do that to every house, and it's shiplap and beams. Right. At least I feel like, with someone's home, they will be like, and we know you loved that original Texas 1902 fireplace.
0: Right, they'll keep one thing. They're keeping,
1: like, one thing where I feel like the Property Brothers are just
0: Just eliminate everything.
1: And they talk about the only episode that they didn't air was, like, some fireman who bought a house on, like, sinking land, and they were like we're not doing that
0: because they don't want to like encourage you to buy a house
1: on sinking land, which, which, which is, is responsible. Which is
0: responsible? So the the other, just like the other, sort of half of this grander point that I wanted to make. Um,
1: <laughs> Please say your grand part because I actually have something to piggyback off the grander point. No,
0: I do want you to yeah. jump. I do, do yeah. want you to piggyback off. Yeah, this. but I feel like. In a sense, they represent what both the promise and the tragedy of American capitalism Mm. is. And I would have said that even before I read this book, because it's just like, what is house flipping? If not, I'm going to take something that exists and I'm going to try to sell it to someone else and make a profit. I'm going to like basically like be the middleman. But then you read this book and this is what they've been doing their whole lives. Their very first business was selling hangers. Like they found these little coat hangers and they would... Wrap a ribbon around them and then sell them at a profit. Or there was that other thing when they remember the like rape you, alarms.
1: Yeah, they were like designed rape alarms, and then no, they no, ordered. No,
0: no, no. no they, ju- went, they just oh, they just oh, they them. just resold them. They just resold them. They just bought, they just took an existing thing that was like this rape alarm. They created some marketing around it, created like some need for it, and we're just like sold them to all their friends in their random Vancouver suburb. No, and then they had, and
1: then it was like so that thing where they've had so many failed businesses, and it's like but that's how you get to the succeeding businesses. They take risks where they're just being like, yeah, I had spent, uh, max on my credit cards, $200,000 on the rape whistles. And, like, our rape whistles were just sitting in, like, a garage, sitting in, in, a garage for so in Calgary. Life. And then their yeah. other,
0: for their JD, was, like, giving them as, like, gag gifts for years. And they're like, and then we got to the storage unit and there was no rape whistles left.
1: Um, but back to your point, I think you're totally correct and also just right. Their first house that they flip, they're like, yeah, we redid the basement. So then we didn't, like, have to pay rent. And then we charged rent to everyone else. Right. They, like, to they... pay the mortgage. It's... Yeah. And
0: they like created these two bedrooms. So it's on the one sense, it's like, I feel like the promise is like, okay, like you're rehabilitating something, you know, you're, you're fixing the dish rack instead of ordering a new one off Amazon. But at the same time, you're not really because you are completely erasing whatever the existing thing is. And then you are selling it at just like a tiny little profit and you're doing this over and over and over and over and over again.
1: When they're getting really successful, they talk about when they wanted to start doing houses in Nashville, and Nashville has been, like, one of the most like fastest-growing cities and, like, most gentrified sure. cities, and, like, everything has become so uncommon, James. And, like, in it, they're like, yeah, we were begging for two years to our producers to just, like, shoot in Nashville, and now we've seen just, like, now so many reality shows, like, shooting in Nashville, and just, like, so many places yes, in Nashville they, are getting, they, like, yes. shattered down to make just, like, one big High top reclaimed backsplash. Backsplash, and everyone
0: is just living in this grand west down backsplash. But
1: the rents have like skyrocketed. Just like obviously, like poor people are like moving farther out. The classic, just like gentrification, because they can't afford the new, just like wayfared reclaimed backsplash houses. And they're just so eager to backsplash a city. And they knew Nashville
0: was just ready for them to backsplash. And in, and then in a sense, it's like, you know, who really wins in this? Because they don't really win that much either. I mean, I was watching this brother versus brother. And so the brother versus brother is sort of more nakedly capitalistic, where it's mm-hmm. like, the competition is who can make Sell the for- biggest profit on the house that they renovate. And... The season I watched was in San Francisco, and it was like one of them did, you know, $986,000 worth of renovation, sold the house for a million, made a $14,000 profit. And the other one made a $6,000 profit. And it was like after months and months and like building 18,000 like new rental units and hot tubs. And you're just like all of this for a $6,000 profit. Like there's just something so sad and pathetic about this. No,
1: that's what I kind of don't get about house flipping. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter to them at that point because they're just getting paid by— HGTV so they can just do whatever. Same with like Tariq and whatever. I'm just like, they're always on the phone. It's always that moment mid in a house show where they get the call and they're like, so here's the thing we found termites in the beams Yeah, and then they call the person and they're like, oh man, ninja sauce, like (laughs) we got termites. And they're like, oh, I wish I could just go to Munich right now and just like drink with the boys, but I can't, we got to figure out these termites. And they spent so much money and then they're like, great, we made 20,000 and that goes back into buying the next house.
0: It's the belief that, you know, someone else will pay more for this existing thing if I, Put a new face on it and make it reflect the whatever is currently in trend.
1: Well, I think what they say is totally correct of what happens in all these shows where once they are done, like, flipping, people who want to move are like, wait, I don't want to move. Well, I want to, like, live in this, like, Property brothered house.
0: Which is the premise of one of my other favorite shows, Love It or List It. Right.
1: That's a Love It or List It. Or have you seen the Seattle one? It's like Seattle or Portland, very cat-eyed sisters who are not twins. And it's, now. they reno houses that have been on the market for like many months and haven't sold. And they reno just like two rooms. They'll be like, give them a new mudroom and living. It's always just like the kitchen. And then it's such a 80-20 thing where they're like, we front the money. And then we take 30% right. of the things and blah, blah, and blah. And you are
0: three months to like put in this new shower curtain. And you're like, I guess it's nicer, And they're like, and now it's worth one thousand three hundred dollars <laughs> more. And you're like, huh, OK. It
1: confuses me also always at house sales where people are like, our budget is 426000 And then, I mean, I know it's like how much you're For a mortgage, right, and then they'll find a house that's like four hundred thirty-one thousand, and they're like,
0: "Ooh, that's really tight." I mean, I I think on a lot of shows they are obviously. Over dramatizing that,
1: of yes, this, acting. Okay, well, he
0: t- he talks about you know the show and what is fake and what is right. real, and he basically says like you know beyond the the regular reality TV things where you redo a conversation because there was sound or whatever, or you sort yeah. of stage the conversation about a real issue just so you can like get it on tape that it's all real. Like they really are finding them the houses. They really are like doing the yeah renovation. people because
1: sometimes you think oh whatever just the production is paying for everything, but no, these people
0: are buying the houses, which I kind of was surprised by. I guess. But I guess like it, w- what I will say is maybe a bit more believable because when you watch the show, like they don't always show them like three houses. Like they will show them like sometimes four or like five because like the people don't choose. And you
1: always wonder like with House Hunters, did they pick the house before? Well, because I
0: mean, with House Hunters, as you know, it's right? It's completely raked. fake.
1: That was kind of I feel like when I found out that House Hunters was completely fake, that was like the wrestling right. thing for me when I found out that it was, was Santa fake, is was isn't like, real
0: for you. Yeah. For those who don't know, House Hunters is the show where they obviously show them three houses, they have to pick one, and they always. No, in advance. What they do is they find a couple who is already in the process of moving in or is in escrow or just moved in. And then the producers move all their furniture out of the house and then shoot them seeing two houses they haven't seen and then their own house.
1: Don't you think it's the same with Property Brothers, though? Where like, they already know well, which house I, they're going to rent out? That's and what not... I
0: totally assumed. But he's saying that it's not. Well, OK, I don't know why I'm.
1: Again, we're like, believing he's no, Stephen, yeah. he's an illusionist. He's an
0: illusionist, right?
1: I Just and just to kind of really back up. Talked we talked about how
0: he was a magician. So
1: Jonathan's whole thing is that he was a magician and was just like, he dreamed of being David Copperfield. And like, that's also why he really moved to Vegas. Like, they got their real estate licenses, but like, Drew was trying to ask and Jonathan was on the illusionist track.
0: Okay, when he got swindled by that other magician. This, yeah,
1: we need to talk about this. So he gets he had, swindled. He
0: moved to Calgary to like attend University of Calgary. Drew was attending University of Calgary to try and become a basketball player. Yeah. Sure, fine. Sure. But also pursue acting. Acting. But Jonathan like really wanted to become an illusionist, idolized David Copperfield, had built... I just mean, he keeps talking about the illusions that he built. No, he's
1: like basically like like, big, basically, like, they're, like and... wooden
0: boxes that you hide in yeah, and like, like out bunnies, of.
1: Yeah, it's like funnies, you know, cutting right. a woman in half, but he also a lot of swords, a lot of capes. And, you know, the book is fun because it has all these photos of like his illusion flyers in it, and he has, like, totally 90s, like, long hair, and he's, like, in a billowy white shirt and, like, black jeans. Yeah,
0: I'm obsessed with his illusionist style. And there also is... book is is also... Wait, just sidebar about... You're talking about the quality... The book is the glossiest, thickest pages? Yeah, it's in, like,
1: coffee table This book
0: is so heavy, but it's not that thick because, like, it's, like, really high-quality paper. And then every, like, six pages, there'll be a random, like, full-bleed photograph of either Jonathan or Drew, like, being slightly kooky in, In like, jeans and a Henley.
1: Right. And, like, like, super tight. No, I know. Just, like, (laughs) a
0: yoga pose and a Henley? And you're like, that's supposed to show, like, how totally crazy and Canadian and twins they are.
1: I think they wanted to make it a coffee table book, but they are like, we have too many stories to tell. It's also like this book is like, we only really get to the kind of real estate stuff. at I don't know, the last few chapters, the first, I would say 75% of the book is like them on their like epic trip to Munich. And they're all just in like huge cargoes, all balding, tiny glasses. But yeah, okay. so Jonathan is an illusionist and like he gets swindled out of the love of magic. Some guys like all pay $80,000 for all all Of your magic equipment, right? And he's like, All right, so um, I figured he knew my friend, and I tried to call my friend to see if he was a good guy, but couldn't get in touch. So I told him he could have all the stuff and pay me back on a payment plan,
0: which is crazy. I and mean, he maybe he, he, he spindled himself. I mean. Who would ever do this? Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess that is very stereotypically Canadian. Too nice. He's
0: too trusting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's like, I know what it's like to be a struggling illusionist. Right.
0: And he's, and he's thinking, like, well, it's this illusionist code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like,
1: you gotta save a fellow illusionist. And then he's like, you know, after that, and he's like, I was so depressed, I had nothing. I was like $300,000 in debt, and I just lost all my illusional equipment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he worked so hard to build the illusions.
1: I mean, they must have had tons of credit cards. Then again, they're like building a house right after they get swindled out of
0: illusion equipment it seems like they're kind of making somewhat some financial decision though because it was like we didn't over leverage ourselves like before the crash because we saw that america was experiencing a housing bust, and we knew that canada was next and so we actually didn't like buy a ton of properties with the intent to flip like we only had one that we were flipping at the time and so we were able to get out and then go to las vegas and then once again like be insanely predatory and just like snap up a lot of cheap foreclosed homes that right. were like sort of mid-renovation finish them on the cheap and then sell them at a profit sort of Buy low, so high, if you will, which was uh, smart. Another, yeah. another, I mean, the fact that they're so connected to Vegas is again just so emblematic of the American experience. Right.
1: Bye, bye, bye.
0: I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the consumption capital of the country.
1: No windows. Bet high, bet high.
0: High beds, high beds, and lots of air conditioning.
1: Not only he's like, oh, well, I was so connected to Vegas because like of the magic world, but then it's all to them just buying like so many just like townhomes in greater Vegas.
0: OK, the part when Jonathan starts dating Jacinta, who he sees like yeah. at an event or something, he was like this tall, gorgeous blonde. And then they finally go on a date at the Bellagio <laughs> <laughs> again in Vegas. No, I, this whole half the book also takes place in and, Vegas. And he's like, and she was like kind of sassy and he didn't get that she was being sarcastic. And he was being like, so like, what, like, what are your career? Goals and she was just like, uh, no. "Can you stop asking me boring questions?" And then he stormed off.
1: I died at that part. I was like, "Go off, Jacinta!" Like, yeah. that's so funny. He was probably being like, "So, how are your parents?" And they're just at this like crazy Bellagio hotel bar R- with like.
0: Remember we stayed at the Bellagio.
1: Did we own oh, the first half of our Vegas trip? Yes.
0: Okay, so okay, set the mood. They're at <laughs> one of those just like insane. No, and the thing is, they sound Venetian. They sound fab, but. Literally everywhere, someone is walking around with like a massive plastic souvenir <laughs> yeah. cup. There's just like so many, just like no, obese it ain't Ocean's it's Eleven. It's not Ocean's Eleven. Like the way that Vegas does not look like Ocean's Eleven at all. Right, and of like course. Everyone is in literally like a foam hat and like right, like and a that personal is my
1: personal. You know, I'm always like, why can't we go back to old Vegas when yeah. it was all Sinatra and Monroe? And you go to Vegas and it's just
0: like camo basketball shorts. No, and people aren't drinking out of a plastic tube that's around their neck.
1: Wait and what happened in vegas you like needed pants and were going to like run across a tram to an H&M was that you or, like another <laughs> one mean, of our it, vegas
0: crew that, i feel like that happens a lot when okay. i'm like panically <laughs> running to an H&M i know cuz we were like going to go to Tao and they were and they were oh, going to be so, so like dress code and just like <laughs> yes. you need to look just like the cheesiest straight guy Huge, like, you need like, to look like a real turban, diagonal
1: unbuttoned button down like insane flared <laughs> just insane um like faded Pants. Oh, whiskered. Whiskered. Yeah, and I remember you were just like classic. Before any event, you have to panic and for some reason not have pants, and just like (sighs) to get anywhere in Vegas, you have to like run across like eight trams and skyways, and it takes so. so It's it's all everything
0: is like a parking lot inside of a parking lot inside of a tram.
1: When he he proposes the other one, Drew or is it You send it. One of them, he proposes to his wife in a helicopter, so bachelor, above a desert in oh, and Vegas. he was like, yeah,
0: she wasn't surprised because I am a romantic and I'm always doing fun dates. So she wasn't shocked when the helicopter landed at the Bellagio and I took her on a, just a fun trip around Vegas and then it had spelled out in the desert, marry me in lights. Oh. And he was on me. Okay. Also, new
1: phrase, he refers to like relationship red flags as yellow lights. Oh, I don't D- Okay, so oh, as well, as this like, part in tra- really traffic. stood out For me, yeah, Jonathan's first marriage, when he realizes it's crumpling, he goes, Yellow light, she didn't let me have bagpipers at my wedding. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. To celebrate our Scottish heritage.
0: I read that and I was just like, If Maya (laughs) says no bagpipes at the wedding, I'm going to tell Lily, like, divorce.
1: (laughs) No, seriously, like, I was reading that across from the couch and I was like, That's so crazy. I was like, warning, like, we're having bagpipers.
0: What's insane is that she let him wear kilts. And all his, like, groomsmen wear kilts, but no bagpipes. It's like, bitch, if you're going to do the kilts. Do the bagpipers. Do the bagpipes. You're in Vegas. Everything's fake. Who cares? Yeah. Okay, but when he plans that date for Jacinta in New York, <laughs> and he creates the fake website called oh, convincingjacinta.com, yes, I have the passage right here, <laughs> where I cryptically laid out a series of clues about the adventures that awaited. She loved the mystery and didn't come close to guessing what the activities were. A medley of visits to the Central Park Zoo, an escape room, an archery range, and one of the oldest Pizza joints in the city.
1: When I read that, I was like, they are the most escape room axe-throwing people in the entire world. Well, the other... But Linda and Linda Drew Finn, also, yeah.
0: also do, do escape rooms and, and pizza just, nights. And this comes back to the just like straight people are insane. What do they talk about? Well, they that's have how, to do escape again, rooms. Again, the
1: one time he is talking to Jacinta on their first hang, she's <laughs> like, you're so awkward. You're literally like full Asperger's. You're being like, <laughs> so what are your interests? It's like, OK, it is that. OK, on that like autism love show.
0: Love on the spectrum. Right.
1: Love in the spectrum. And they keep on asking questions to so keep it going. They're like, what right. are your interests? Where are you from? Right. What do you like to do in the weekends? It <laughs> is that. To some and
0: extent, t- that is what conversation is.
1: It is questions, but they're, you know...
0: But yeah, they're just being more artistic about it. And I guess I'm thing. saying, like,
1: you're not waiting for the response and then to go <laughs> No, from and the- then,
0: like, telling an anecdote and then telling a joke. It's like... The art of conversation. you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: One person says something and you, and you, you respond. respond and you and go the, down and they, this crazy ski and slope it was a to are crazy And they even say themselves they were Night of the Roxbury. And it's like it sounds like you guys were so Night of the Roxbury just like drinking oh, water were, at a club. Were... Oh, they're also so you at some point in the book. They're like, yeah, we like to get dirty, dirty with three extra olives.
0: Oh, yeah. Because you're so like ordering a martini and asking for a pornographic. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, the only other thing that I wanted to say, literally mm-hmm. the only other thing that I even wanted to mention <laughs> at all um, was what I do like is that it's like you do hear from other people. It's so, like the brother pops in yeah. and like the wives like get a little chapter or like. A little... I
1: love that Linda. I mean, I say Linda seems like a lot
0: of fun. Wait, but Linda spilled such tea. Oh my god, wait when she about said PAs? about PAs. When yes. she said that PAs are always awkward.
1: awkward. And she it's was- just she goes, they're not PAs if they are not awkward, which I think is the most genius sentence. It's like obviously you're awkward if you're a PA because you're just like starting out and running around, but it's like, it's too weird if you're not awkward. Like yeah. you have to be so like coffee for three, sorry. Latte, run, back.
0: So, and you have to be, because you're always, you have to nervously interrupt people all the time, but you don't know like who in the hierarchy is like the one that you're not supposed to interrupt. And like there's maybe a crazy actress there that day, and there's like the director who is like has his ego. So it's like you have to manage all this and like not seem like you're usurping anyone, but you also do need to get in there. So it's like the only way to do that is to be awkward.
1: When I pa slash Like, intern for any show, I would say the level of awkwardness I felt was the same level of awkwardness I felt like first day of seventh grade. Like, bringing drinks to the like producers at Jerry Springer and just like being like, um, McDonald's soda. Starbucks just, like, trembling, (laughs) about to throw up. Like, it's an awkward-ass job. Um, Yeah, she goes all the way off.
0: I'm a huge Linda stand Because
1: she's, like, she has just one page, and that's what she decides to include. The
0: PAs are awkward.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But she also is, like, their creative consulting producer so it makes sense they work together
0: okay this is a passage from linda drew is often more of an antic than a romeo so when it comes to romantic getaways or dates ours are far from typical but that's just the way we like it whether it's an escape room an obstacle course gym a pottery or cooking class a flying trapeze dancing or an improv workshop we take the time to do things the other person's crazy about.
1: This is what we're saying about, like, straight people need all these insane Groupon activities. No, they
0: need, like, a camp counselor for every day of the week.
1: And I feel like growing up, watching Blind Date, I was like, that's how you show you're romantic. If you take someone to a skydiving class, to a chocolate tasting, right. <laughs> to an axe throwing. To an
0: empty mixology <laughs> class. Yes.
1: Then it's not romance. If you don't, like, fill the days and nights with every single group on
0: activity on the site. Okay, but now that you're saying that, I'm just like, well, I want to take you to a mixology class. Exactly.
1: That, I'm like, that sounds fun. Like, I am someone, I mean, we go to escape rooms. We
0: did an escape room that one time, Well, I feel. you know, I'm so, I actually. And you were very kind of like, this isn't my thing.
1: No, I want to go to the chocolate tasting and the axe throwing. Talk about things that don't match in my brain. I cannot do escape rooms. The <laughs> well, puzzle does not connect. It
0: was, yeah, the combination <laughs> of the puzzle, and it's kind of dark, and you were just kind of like, honestly, babe, and like... I realized very quickly... Because you wanted to be into the sort of steampunk aesthetic of it, because, like, most <laughs> escape rooms are, like, yes. beans so steampunk, and everything is just like, <gasps> Lord Thistlewick, like, had a crazy gun. And I gun love a mystery,
1: and, and, right, finding the... But it's not so finding the gun, it's like, crazy logic games that
0: yeah I mean they're very like sort of they're similar to the puzzles that you see in video games mama don't compute yeah I feel like I we were there with like Eric and we were Eric and I just like yeah, launched you into guys like controlling gay like know, mode full of like being so and competitive like, and, and like, and like, yelling like at her,
1: you'd like no Stephen Eric would be like pulling things and being like I got it and I was like just looking at you guys like in amazement. Like <laughs> I would be stuck in that room if I was had to figure that out alone. I would have suffocated. I actually would have died. I would have passed away in the escape room. But axe, you know, then take me to an axe throwing festival. Oh please. Hit, talk, She'll get hit, the bullseye hit, every time. And I coordinate. <laughs> Arm Eye. No, arm-eye coordination. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's, Let's flip, flip this segment. segment. How what does she, she eat? eat? What, what does she wear? wear? How, How does, does she live? live? Okay, what do they eat?
1: eat? I think they eat healthy and just craft services, even though they claim to be on so many... Somebody- Awesome well, pizza adventures.
0: Jonathan says oh. he's a foodie. I mean, they live in Vegas and they have access to like so many like Joel Rupachon atelier. I feel like maybe they are doing like such a foie gras terrine once a week when he proposes to Linda or whatever at that restaurant, in Toronto.
1: Well, Toronto, I think has a bang. No, it food really sign. has an
0: up and coming food. Scene, did yes. you mean to
1: say? Food scene.
0: Is said sign. Oh,
1: as <laughs> food signs. <science.
0: laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, I don't know if you've noticed the show, but Jonathan, you can start to tell the difference between the twins a little bit more lately, if you know what I mean. Well, you
1: think Jonathan's gotten bigger. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think Jonathan and Zoe are in like total cuddle Netflix, oh, sure. like ordering like Roberta's caviar. They're ordering from like the Momofuku Vegas and the Roberta's Vegas yeah. to the room or whatever, yeah. and just like snuggling. And where I bet like Drew maybe did gain a little bit of relationship weight and now he's been married for a while and him and Linda. Well, he, oh, actually, they're so says active. That
0: he says he's also the health nut. So I do think yeah, that he, he is. is being more just like salad, almonds. Salmon, poke salmon, salad. Salmon, grilled chicken. I think he's less like ordering food and ordering brunch. I think they yeah. are a little bit more craft services and then just like making a quick like egg. Blue
1: like, apron, like, kale, egg. Yeah. thing. I also think Linda and Drew's dates are very, they are escape room, but it sounds like they, he's like getting your gym clothes because
0: we're going to oh, yeah, do I'm an gonna, American
1: ninja war Yes, and war I'm surprising course.
0: you by like taking you to this war course. <laughs>
1: no, and when I read that, I was like, I need to be taking Maya on a war course. The way
0: that she would be like, no. <laughs> so bad. She'd she the the be worst. so pissed. You bring her, was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm calling an Uber. <laughs> Immediately
1: leave. Uber's already there <laughs> as we get there. <laughs>
0: And you walked in in like the like third place American Ninja or whatever from last season. He's is like, just like,
1: "What's up, Warriors? What's up, Warriors?
0: Warriors? Oh, oh, just, oh, just you did."
1: And they're like, "So yeah, we actually do still need to charge yeah full price. To charge full price. price.
0: So it will be eight hundred ninety five so to- <laughs> plus a three hundred dollar life security <laughs> deposit."
1: And I do it alone and pass away. <laughs> 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 Okay. okay what, what do they wear? What do they
0: I, wear? I mean they wear Henleys and jeans.
1: And, and not just Henley, I mean they wear tight clothing. They yeah, even pretty tight. And he's like, yeah, and like he Drew will be joined by another construction worker in skinny jeans. Like they are the thirty nine-year-old guys, like really holding on to just I,
0: they probably do trunk club or they've gotten like a free very
1: trunk club.
0: Maybe they got a free trial for trunk club, like They're dark wash. Con.
1: Um, I mean, on the cover, on the back, they're both in the tightest jeans. They're, they, oh, you know what they are so? Those leather sneakers yeah. for like mature That are men. really
0: flat. Yes, yeah. like a
1: flat caramel leather sneaker. And then it's... They're in Bomber's, Bomber's Henley. It is the they're, Trunk Club ad.
0: Yeah, they're like very paper and cloth. I mean, I'm kind of just, I don't think you could, you, you would never see them in in any, in like a short sleeve button down no, one a, of them, with any structure at all.
1: I actually will, in the book, I will find this for you. One of them is in a short sleeve denim Western shirt, unbuttoned with a T in some Q&A with their brother. I said, but I,
0: really? Yep. <laughs> but it's I, but I bet it's really... I bet I said structure, though. Do you know what I'm saying? No,
1: I was surprised, by it. it's not the softest of boots. I don't think it's stiff at all. I boots. bet it's
0: pretty soft.
1: You know what? I'll show it to you after. I'm just saying it, it had a little bit more structure than I thought. And they're very untucked.
0: Yeah. They would tuck in a button down because it's too long. But if they could get an untuck it, then they would untuck it. But they wouldn't be like billowy button down, or like I guess an, to their credit.
1: Yeah. A gorgeous untucked. But
0: like yeah, they're can. also very... Because they're... Cause they're constantly shooting, dude. They're like, jeans. They're not being like they can't wear logos or anything. So yeah, it it's has lot to be a plain, of plain, plain, plain,
1: plain Henley. Anyway, I'll show you this western shirt at one point in our lives.
0: I mean, how do they live? We've discussed in great detail what their style is. I'm curious to see what the insane Vegas house. But I mean, the psycho part about this Vegas house is that they live together with that's their the crazy wives. with their
1: wives. Which okay, friend of the pod I mean, in our sure... childhood. Ellen, her twin uncles also like lived, like twins, twins are weird. Yes. I feel like either twins are like, and I know some other Boston set of twins that live together and are homeowners and also just bought an investment property. Who these girls I played soccer with and like they, they
0: live together.
1: They live together, yeah, and they just bought an investment Porter property.
0: See, twins have a twin addiction though. Like this is it, there's a codependency there that's obviously very. So clear. I
1: think you're either addicted to your twin or you're like um,
0: you haven't spoken to your twin. Talk in call years. Eric oh, who is his twin yeah and
1: his twin. Where you're a little more separate. You you yeah. know, you're either like, Whoa, what? You have a twin? I never knew you had a twin. Or yeah. you're like, obviously you had
0: twins. Because you're always with your twin and like Yes. Y- yeah. You it's not
1: kind of that. a medium. It's you never speak of them or you fuck with them.
0: Yeah. You don't really I, have you a, fuck a, them. <laughs> yeah. You either you don't fuck with them or you fuck them. Well,
1: they're the twins that you've seen on Grinder. I mean Yeah. Yeah.
0: With a joint account. I mean, there's just it's a weird, it's a weird thing, and yeah. there's more of them than you think. Out oh there. yeah, but I do. Okay, I do kind of feel like maybe their own house is a little bit.
1: They're a little chaker. more upscale. They're not. Yeah, I don't think they're as Wayfair as. They, well, they're
0: also they're not trying to like renovate on a budget. Right. They have. They have tons, tons of money. Tons of money.
1: I mean, as we know, Drew and uh, Linda. Made this like patio that no one is
0: allowed to go into besides them. Well, I just think it was just the patio that was off their bedroom. Right. It but it was it's, so <laughs> insane because, like, yeah, my brother got the master, but we got the smaller bedroom, but it has the patio that we Frenchified with our bistro chairs. I do kind of think, though, that when he says like the master versus smaller, I feel like the master is probably the size of a football field. You know what I mean? They're
1: huge rooms. Yeah.
0: And like the bed has like lights underneath it. It's and still and that it's, thing
1: like, on like there's
0: a living room in the On master. the house
1: hunters, when you like
0: <laughs> New York stuff, like, right. you were. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, we all live in a shoebox.
1: <laughs> Where it's like someone, like a Texas couple, walks into a massive room and they're like, this is the master? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And they're like.
0: <laughs> they're like, wow, well, this, uh, this, no, this isn't going to no. fit our furniture. It's not going to fit our furniture because they just I have this most Chevy Tahoe size, like dark <laughs> mahogany dresser. They're like, it'll never fit in the door. <laughs>
1: tall-sized dresser.
0: But I I, I kind of think, because I was, again, I not more... to talk about brother versus brother, but mm, I yeah. saw the house that they were, they were renting a house that they were staying at during the renovations of these other two houses, and the house that they were renting was, like, way cuter. It was, like, way more Japanese, like, dark woods and modern and, like, kind of, like, not too over cluttered in that way, where there, there wasn't a throw pillow in every corner. There wasn't just, you like, say... a weird...
1: They overclutter clutter houses. I really do. I think they're overcluttered in throw pillows, but I feel like they're so no clutter.
0: Okay. When I say clutter, I'm not talking about clutter as in like the clutter that's in your house of just like chargers and mail and dolls and like whatever. So rude. <laughs> you also have chargers and mail. But you don't see them lying out on every service. I
1: just moved. <laughs> do you have to? It's like, do this? It's like, do you have to be the rudest bitch ever?
0: Yes. It's just like, I that's literally. That's who I am. People are always like, be yourself. It's like, why am I this? It's bitch. like,
1: yeah. When you moved in first day, I was like, ha, yeah. Like, well, your house is full of boxes.
0: Okay, well, I'm not talking about boxes. I'm talking about mail and chargers. In any event, that's not what I'm talking about. With You're on
1: their... my hit list.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've seen your house before you moved.
1: Yeah, it has mail in it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I get mail. Sorry, you don't get mail. Well, you just don't
0: see the mail I get because Burn. it has a place to go.
1: Well, it sounds like I get more mail than you. What do you get in
0: the mail? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Okay, here's what I'm saying about but when I, when I say cluttered, I don't mean with clutter in the Marie Kondo sense. I mean just like it's overstuffed. It's overstaged. Like there are yes, just, I know I like it's all saying. like actual furniture or whatever, but it's like there doesn't need to be a little like end table in every corner. And it's the same thing in the Property Brothers mobile game. They don't let you <laughs> not put like, an, like a side table next to a third chair, next to a hanging chair with three more side pillows and then a mirror. It's like you can't just have a corner that's like a little bit bare or spare.
1: Well, because they have a corner. Contract with Wayfair, right? Which I have a contract with the USPS because I'm at least I'm trying to to save the mail. mail. (laughs) I'm trying to save the mail system. Save our mail people. (laughs) God, (laughs) you don't even care one bit about your postman, do you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, my postwoman and I Mm? have a very close relationship, and I sent her a Christmas card this (laughs) year.
1: Anyway, who
0: are you in the book? um okay so i mean out of the well i
1: guess we could do out of the brothers first
0: and then so out of the brothers i mean i guess i'm
1: i think you're jonathan and i'm drew
0: oh wow lily just call me fat (laughs) you think i'm obese no i get it no i'm a whale i get it
1: it's fine i just think i more want to be in a like canadian b movie and you're a little bit more of an illusionist (laughs) huh
0: yeah see that's funny because i would have said the reverse (laughs) I feel like I'm more wanting to be in a Canadian B-movie and you're more of an illusionist. You have a doll collection.
1: (laughs) But I could see you, this goes back to the hand-eye coordination thing, I could see you pulling off tricks better than me. Like, you're more nerdy. I
0: mean, I do. You're, yes. And I do know magic tricks and I do do those those card tricks that I do sometimes. Hello,
1: that's what I'm saying. You're more games, like, follow the pattern, like, you know, in that, like, (laughs) hey, 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 write my cards.
0: Yeah. I'm Stewie. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I am Jonathan.
1: It's actually a compliment because I think of Jonathan as a little more of the famous one.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I'm just kind of thinking back to like watching the show last night and my boyfriend being like, Drew is the hotter one.
1: Yeah, sorry. Well... Yeah, so I'm the hotter one, and you're maybe a little bit more famous.
0: That's fine. I'm famous, and I'm a foodie, and you can tell.
1: Yeah, and sorry, my <laughs> production coordinator wife of 10 years and I are going to do a pizza tour.
0: A, follow, pizza, a pizza followed by an escape room yeah, an escape in room. Jersey yeah. City. Yeah.
1: Well, uh... well I guess that, <laughs> that wraps it up. You know, who knew? Things were going to get kind of so wild at the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really does take two.
1: Mm-hmm. It takes two. Next week's book is a legend, a dame, Miss
0: Elizabeth Taylor. And her not new book, <laughs> Liz Takes All, what is it called?
1: Liz Takes It Off.
0: Yeah, um, it's a diet
1: book, I think. Yeah, it's all about weight loss. It's
0: going to be completely insane. Um, She's, you know, one of the most beautiful women in history.
1: Oh, those eyes. Cat-like.
0: Uh, which we will get into.
1: Oh, uh, we will. I actually don't know. Well, I haven't read the book yet. I was going to say we could challenge each other to do whatever diet she does in the book. Oh,
0: I would I would assume that's definitely what we're going to do. Okay. Done. I challenge thee.
1: I challenge, okay. Challenge taken.
0: I feel like her diet's going to be so just like steak and white wine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Three asparagus, yeah. four ounces of filet mignon, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and a light pinot grigio. Yeah. Yeah. Followed by nothing for Followed breakfast. by
0: absolutely nothing. And
1: pills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds good to me.
1: Yeah, hello. Okay, so hey, you know the deal. Club kids, right? A review.
0: Rate review, retweet. And again,
1: screen record, please. <laughs> again, I, like, I know, you know I sound
0: like a broken record, <laughs> but like literally like post. Like that's so fun for everyone.
1: <laughs> Google.com slash screen record slash CBC the pod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Use code screen record at checkout. Okay. Or even like write, you could write a quote. Like you'd be like, oh, that was such a funny quote that like Lily said in the episode. And like, and then you like quote like at Lily Blue Eyes at CBS That would be awesome sauce yeah <laughs> and like you know like it would just it would really make her feel good and she's going through a really tough week so i think that would probably be helpful
1: <laughs> yeah and maybe send Stephen a piece of mail because he gets none <laughs> loser <her. laughs>
0: um it's just that i immediately recycle it and open it and does what needs to be done with the mail and i just i deal with that i have an inbox inbox zero get there <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm involved in multiple legal cases. Jealous, you all rise poser bitch. Some of us live all rise life. The way
0: that I would actually die to get a subpoena every day in the mail. Yeah. That's my dream.
1: Okay. Okay, well. We'll we'll process this mail stuff off air.
0: Um, Save the
1: USPS best. (laughs) Celebrity Book Club is presented randomly by Prologue Projects and HeadGum, who are a super silly company. The show is produced by this awesome ninja, Meg Murnane, with editorial support from Leon Nafok, who is my brother for life. Um, It's also produced by Andrew Parsons, who's a lifelong friend and is always there for me, even when I can't answer the phone, Um, as well as Madeline Kaplan. She's awesome, and we get along really well. Our production manager is Persia Verlin, who I couldn't even get through my day without. Engineering by Ferris Manchi. He is Vegas based and he does amazing engineering work. You must see him. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips. Horse, such a kick-ass songwriter. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY. Follow us on Twitter at CBC The Pod if you dare. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review and don't forget to tell your friends about us.
0: That was a Headgum
1: podcast
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time
1: 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope.